Hello guys, welcome back to episode number seven of the Canadian Hustlers podcast. We're here together with Carl Bloomfield from the Upper Thames Brewing Company. Um, he has built several businesses over the past, located here in Woodstock. Local guy, a serial entrepreneur. Welcome. Thank you. Um, to get a head start, could you give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself until where you came? Where sure, you today? yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in Woodstock. Um, like you said, that's a perfect description, serial entrepreneur. I, I love uh, starting and building businesses. That's, the, that's a great challenge for me. Um, I actually met Alex through uh, a business I, I built in town, Beantown uh, Coffee Company. Uh, we, were, we were at the market together for a little while there. Um, I've, I've moved on since then. It's still very successful, more successful than I ever had it. So that's kind of, it's very rewarding to see. Yep. And moved on in 2016 to uh, Upper Thames Brewing Company in Woodstock. Awesome. That, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, no, I, I could talk for hours and just, okay, so keep just talk, keep guys, talking. No, that's fine. Interject. Yeah. So I, I know yeah. I, I saw the, I, I caught the podcast and, and saw you guys on YouTube. Um, I thought it was, it was great that you guys are doing this. I think it's a really neat forum to yeah. um, get businesses and, and their ideas and uh, experiences out there. Um, checked up on you guys. You've had some great guests and it looks like some, some great ones coming up. So, yeah, yeah um, definitely there's a lot of, uh, experiences and uh, uh, you know learning lessons that I can I can certainly pass along from from our business. Um, yeah, it's been it, it started in 2016 was was the uh, the brewery over on uh, it's 225 Bison Park Unit Nine uh, in Woodstock is where the brewery started. Awesome. August 2016 is when the doors opened. A lot of people will ask they'll they'll say you know so how long have you been in business? That is when the doors opened, but it, it was a very complicated business to open up. So really, the very first meeting that, that we had, it was, it was myself and, and Mo Morris from town uh, that had the original kind of seed for this. And it was August 2015, actually. So there was a full year awesome. of yeah. work. Planning. I remember hearing about news and about you starting it up, and I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And it takes a while, but brewing companies do take a while with a lot of permits and a lot of... Absolutely. Yeah. That, that was one of the biggest things was uh, just the research, the permits, the actual work, um, figuring out the capital and budgets, uh, the licensing was a very big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just a, a ton of things. The the, the staffing. Uh, you know, like I said, the build out, um, the 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 brew house, getting that set up, distribution, supply chain, like all of that just starting right from scratch. There was nothing there. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's very interesting to see even myself to walk in and, and think back to where we came from. You know, we, we, we got this 5,000 square foot facility now. We originally looked at 2,500 square feet. It was a single unit. And right from the get-go, we said, well, let's go for both. And I'm glad we did, but it was a very big step to take. Right. It was a high risk, high reward. It really is, situation. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there was no guarantee uh, that, that any of the, the hours we put in and, and the capital and capital from loans and financing was, was ever going to pay off a dollar right. and that, that did cause us some, some anxiety certainly because you know from that August 2015 meeting was the first dollar started getting spent on and, and time of course which is super valuable. Yeah. And they yeah. don't we, see a dime back for like more than a year. We didn't one dollar come back until we opened those doors a year later yeah. and, and honestly our, That's our, stress. our anxiety was pretty high. Yeah. We, we had a very good feeling about it because 
as you said, Alex, like you had, you had seen it on in, in it's, uh, news. You yeah. hear about it. You yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. You guys did yeah. a lot of work that even, way. Even word of mouth. Everybody kind of knew. Yeah. Word of mouth. Right? Conventional media. We did. Yeah. We, we worked very hard at it because we had pre- we had press releases. Made sure we made ourselves available to radio, newspaper, um, even non-traditional type of like, uh, like this sort of format here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think we spent a lot on traditional campaigns like ad campaigns but certainly as soon as we put the word out that it was opening we got our social media platforms up so Instagram actually Instagram came late honestly we we, not that we missed the boat on it but we really focused on Facebook um, Facebook and Twitter and then Instagram came later yeah so to go a little bit further back uh, because before the upper fence brewery company you had a long career in front of that yeah. Um, let, let's yeah. go back to um, the age of about 20 years old. You came out of school, you yep. lived in Woodstock. Yeah. And where did you kind of get started? So actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but there was five partners that, that got involved with the brewery originally. Um, if you put back, so I'm 44, so let's go back 25 years then. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a career firefighter in, in Woodstock. Okay. So uh, I, I'm certainly not opposed to uh, putting in work because I, I worked 42 hours a week at my job and then at least another 20, 25 at uh, my businesses and that sort right. of thing outside. Uh, so it's definitely, it's a, it's a big commitment. Yeah. Um, two of the other original partners were also career firefighters. Uh, Chad Patton's moved on since, uh, all under good terms. Um, and uh, Mo Morris was a, still is a, a co-founder and he, he uh, is a career firefighter. Um, Drake Merritt, who's a, a partner now, uh, bought into the business later, but he's, he is a full-time employee. So okay. that he works a ton. He's like, you know, 45, 50 hours a week. Uh, he's the brewmaster and uh, partner now. Yep. Um, so I, currently we're looking at just the three of us. Um, but just to get back to the question, where was I then? I, I have been a long time career firefighter, likely into retirement. This is a business where I do see myself continuing into retirement. It's, it's definitely been one of the more successful businesses I've had. I, my understanding is both of you guys are entrepreneurs as well, yeah. and uh, so I'm sure you can speak from experience that nothing, it's not every time you hit it out of the park. No, it's no definitely it's not. It's rarely you hit it out I of the park. I've failed several right? times. Absolutely, I'm not, yeah. and I'm not afraid to admit that either. Yeah. So but you learn I, a lot from your failures, that's the thing. Abs- oh, absolutely, yeah, and, and it's one of those things, and I guarantee it's kind of cliche, but there's never any failures as long as you No, it's lessons. From something, oh, absolutely, right? lessons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you, so you guys get it, and I guarantee anyone who's listening to these, they, they get that too, you don't call them failures. So I've been fairly lucky, like even some of my failures that I had, a, like I had a courier business, I wouldn't even say it was a failure, but it was 17 years ago I started that, and it lasted about a year and a half, but there was great lessons to be learned. And courier actually, business? It was a courier, courier okay. business, yeah. 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 And I, I actually, I didn't lose any money on it, I just didn't make a whole lot, yeah. so I wouldn't characterize it as a failure, but it just, it, Obviously, it just didn't pay. It's not going now. Yeah, so, it doesn't pay, so then you move on. Exactly, right? yeah. You got to know when to yeah. walk away, too. Yeah, being That's town, the hardest thing that I find. It really is, yeah. Yeah, so I could have kept plucking away and maybe making it a little bigger. That might have been the next step for it. Um, that kind of has its challenges, too, right? You make it bigger, you make it bigger, and then all of a sudden, it, it just the expenses come in again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I always talk to, there's a, a couple of the, um, the, the staff, and, <laughs> and, and certainly uh, the Drake Merritt, our brewmaster, and my partner. Yeah, he, you, you can kind of see him give a, like a sheepish smile every time I start a story because I've started so many businesses, a lot of them I forget about. Like I had like a, a protein resale business out of my house. I had the courier business. I've had rental properties. 
Um, there's, your blood. There's, yeah, and yeah. I, I really do enjoy yeah. the chase. Um, and that's what I say, because people will come up and say, wow, you've got this Brickhouse Brew Pub, which just opened last December, which has been, it's, it's, the community's embraced it beyond our expectations. Yeah. It really has gone very well. It's, it's I've been it's to really the Thames, but I haven't been to your Brickhouse Brew Pub yet. Yeah, so Brickhouse has got, it's got the full menu. Um, okay. So it's, it's got more of a, uh, you can get like full, full service restaurant where, yeah. and it, so it's over on 190 Fairway Road is where it is over in the Northwest corner. Okay. Um, where the brewery just has kind of light snacks and that sort of thing, so. Uh, but yeah, it, it's funny. I've had some people come up and say, just everything, everything you do seems to work out so well. Well, well that's because they're still see. there. Exactly. That's everything yeah. they see, right? So Beantown has been yeah. great, and I'm super happy for, for Janet, who's kept it going. Yeah. I still go there, and I, I still love, you know, fresh So what was the decision coffee. to move on from that? Time. Yeah. Time. I, I saw the business suffering because I wasn't there. I wasn't able yeah. to, because I had both of them. I had I had the brewery, and I had... Um, Beantown. Beantown, yeah. so that I could just see it suffering. Janet was ma managing it full-time and had an interest in, in buying it out. So uh, we came to a, a, a mutually beneficial arrangement and it seems to be, every time I go in there, it's busier than I've ever seen it. So yeah, uh, I don't know how, awesome. why I couldn't grow through that, but, <laughs> but hats off to her, like well done. But yeah. it's, it's hard, right? I mean, most businesses, it is better to be there. It's really hard to manage. If the, I find the more time you spend there, it is easier to grow. But now with Upper Thames, you have more partners, so they have, everyone has their role. Yes, right? yep. yeah, and so. that certainly does help, yeah, yeah. I, I think you guys would agree, like the, the more, you, you really have to be there. If you're not there, yeah, that's sure. when things can you slip. You have to show or, up, definitely. Yeah, you have yeah. to show up, you have yeah. to have a presence. Um, th that's certainly a lesson I've learned. Not that I had to learn, I was always willing to do it, but um, so, t so take the brewery, <laughs> even something as small as this morning. Take, Take out the trash, right? Yeah. yeah. Go in. I see it's not done, so I take it out. It's, it's, you know, it shows your staff and your partners that you're willing to do right from the very smallest job to the biggest job. Which sometimes people will look at, it, okay, why is he on his laptop again? It's like, right. You know, there's that end of it to do as well. And yeah, you can't spend your entire time mopping floors and taking up the garbage. No, but it's just little things to show initiative too, right? And that's, yeah. that's that's part of it too. Yeah. And I think it does go a long way, so that the next time when I see something and I'm a little bit too busy. I can say, hey, would you guys mind getting the yeah. floors? Can you can you get that garbage or whatever? They're like, yeah, he does it too. So that's yeah. yeah, so the thing I would respect too. If they see you do it, then they're like, oh, he's not he's not above that. Yeah, there's no right. job there that yeah. I won't do myself. None. Yeah. So yeah. And I, and I think that's really getting to the core of being an entrepreneur as well. Yeah. Right. You have to. It's it's like you just said. It's the thing of more building it than the reward of selling it yeah because um, I think now because business in general is starting a business becoming so easy um, a lot of especially young people who would start out their own business really go for the reward right? what kind of money is it gonna bring in yeah um, what can I take home for myself instead yeah. of like you just said it's the chase Yes. Over the reward. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is more fun. Yeah, which is that's important. right. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. It's you grow fun. and you grow, and that's yeah. so much more fun than that. Like, then once you're bigger, it's, it's still fun. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah. just the, the beginning has so many challenges that it's, you learn so much. It really does. Yeah. 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 And then even you get to a certain point, and it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah. You yeah. know, so that, that's the thing. We've grown to this point now. And I mean, I, I think one of the biggest things for us is we, we don't have a target to get too big. I guess if that happens. So what's next for that? What's next for Upper Thames? I, I guess just to continue to solidify and 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 grow more our, our roots in Oxford County. That's yep. what we were focused on right from day one. Yep. Was to be the first and the best 
uh, microbrewery in Woodstock. Yep. So that was, that was a philosophy that was passed on to us from, from Refined Fool Brewing in Sarnia. We sat down and met with them back fall of 2015 and they gave us some very good uh, advice that way. They were like, they're like, you're, you're gonna be first on the block, so here's some advice. Make sure you have a really good, solid product yeah. uh, and make sure Delicious. you have a fantastic yeah. experience. So yeah, I brought some of the some yeah, of the beers here for you guys to try. The, so, the blonde right now is yeah. delicious. So. Yeah. So that was one thing we were, you know, and so we, we talked about the small batch. Um, if it wasn't quite right, we weren't going to push it out. Uh, using all the best. Not and that's enough. hard too at the beginning. Oh god. Especially yeah. when all this money's gone out. Absolutely. And then you make a batch that doesn't yep. work, and then yes. you have to make that call. Well, guys, we got to dump it on the drain or whatever yes. you do. And it's been it has happened. Yeah, yeah. And, that's and that's tough. That's very hard. Yeah. Very hard. I can I can tell you um, one specific example where a batch got burned, yeah. and we were like, oh boy, it was a combination of we were low low inventory, and also pushing on a bad product. And I tried it, and I'm I was okay. It doesn't, you know, right off the bat, it was actually the Portage IPA. It was a batch of that. Okay. And I'm like, no, it tastes fine. And then on the aftertaste, like, okay, there's that burnt flavor. I try it again, tastes fine. No, it tastes like someone's lit a match and you smell it. I'm like, get yeah. dumped. There's yeah. nothing, nothing we can do. So yeah. the hardest part is making the call. After it gets dumped, you know you did the right thing. Yes, and it, and we did, and and we were behind, and that was when we very when we started. Luckily, the brewers are very good. Like at, at any of these food industries, they all have it. It doesn't. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to say that from time to time we screw up, but it's just no. That's the well, that's business. It's just right? admitting it yeah. and being yeah. able to fix it, and that's one of the biggest things. And and that's what I a lot of times I'll talk to our brewmaster and say, okay. That's fine that we, we screwed up. How do we fix it next time then? Yeah. And they'll be like, well, I wasn't watching the boil. That's why it burned. Okay. okay. Fair enough. You need a timer or what do you need? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll figure that out. No problem. We'll fix it for next time. So, yeah. Oh, but just talking about um, how making the best product. And th this is no word of a lie. And I'm sure you, you guys will experience like or have experienced it being entrepreneurs is that the, the whole local movement, right? Yeah. It's not just a movement. It really yeah. is. There's a few um, philosophies to it and, and there's truths to it. And that the, the, I think the one biggest thing is as, as a consumer, aside from feeling good and supporting your local business or something like that, you're getting a better product. You really are. So when we're making, I, our, I agree with that. Yeah. Yep. The, yeah. And that's nice to hear. And I think people are more buying into that. I think people had a hard time understanding it to start. They're like, Okay, well, I just I got to spend twenty percent more because I want to just support businesses, and that's that's yeah. fine. But it goes further than that. Help yourself to get something better. Yeah. So we use in in the beers we use Tavistock hops, which is a local hop grower okay. up in Tavistock, in the, right in this this county. Really cool. Um, the malt is so that's like the grains that uh, what they do is they they call it malt because it's it's a simple grain, and then they. Um, they they wet it down, it sprouts, that kind of re releases like okay, the enzymes, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. And then they roast it from there to, to varying colors, which gives the beer the different colors and okay. flavors and body. Yeah. Um, but we use Barn Owl, which is out of Kingston. So that's, it's a, it's, and same thing, it's a micro roaster um, instead of these big guys out of, uh, you know, out west or whatever, which they're, they're fine, but we don't want fine, we want the best. So, and it costs, and that's exactly what it costs us is about 20, 25%, sometimes more per bag of, of this malt. The hops are more expensive, um, but we're happy to pay it because it's better and we support those local businesses. So, and if you just look at this, that one right there, so that's Dead Reckoning Ontario Pale Ale. And that's, that's a really neat thing for us. Um, and it's, it's, well, yeah, it's a little bit of marketing to call it Ontario Pale Ale. Yeah, okay. Of course. Mm -hmm. But 
and why wouldn't we jump on board with that? But it's, it's, it's very factual that it's, it's an, the style is American pale ale. The taste is the same where, what it di- where it differs is the, so the recipe is that style of beer, but, but every ingredient is all Ontario. Yeah. So yeah. the malt is from Ontario. The hops are from Ontario. The hops are right from this County. Yeah. And there's most, even microbrewers like our size can't say that because they'll get their hops cheaper from yeah the West it's Coast, also so. more yeah. cost effective right uh, it so is that's, yeah, yeah yeah or you know maybe they just like different flavor profiles yeah. but there really isn't very many I, there was just an, i have no problem promoting other breweries because yeah. it's, it's oh, great that's fine. Yeah. someone it's else great. has an ontario pale ale and i can't remember who it is but but it is definitely part of that whole local movement right yeah Nice. I can keep talking forever. So just, (laughs) I'm a huge fan of the podcast format. I really actually don't go on YouTube very much. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And like, I, I can tell, like even just on the way here, like I was listening to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. That's one of of my go-tos, right? Yeah. Um, and of course being in business, I like the, the personal betterment, like Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you listen to him at all, but really big fan of him. And I just, I love the format. Like, even just freak now, you can see the dynamic. Like we could probably sit here for two hours. Oh, I can do. Problems. I can sit here all night. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So and that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, what I do too, if I find someone on YouTube that I like their videos, I won't watch them. I'll just play them and I'll throw the phone in my in the dash. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I don't have to look at it, but at least I have a playing over the audio. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people do that too. Yeah. And yeah, and it's, it's just a matter of what whatever you're trying to do, whether it's a business, whether it's a podcast, people need to consume you. Yeah. You gotta try and find a way to take the friction away of consuming you. Right. Some people are on LinkedIn, they never show up on Instagram. Some people are always right. on Spotify, they're never on SoundCloud. Yeah. Someone is always on SoundCloud, doesn't even have a Spotify account. Yeah. So th- that really creates, um, uh, you know, you have to be across all the different platforms because people are simply across all different platforms. Yeah. So if you want to be consumed uh, and you want to max, max it out, you've you got to be on a different platform. And you, and you figured it out now. And it, it takes a while to set them all up, but once we're yeah. set up, it's just like copy-paste almost. Right, you right. Know yeah. I mean? Once you have your content built, it doesn't take much. So here's a question for you. Yep. How, do you guys use Snapchat? We, no. Not for this. <laughs> I use it personally okay. a little bit, not yeah. much. I should use it more. I've it's heard a lot of young kids business. are on there, right? Okay. So, I mean, if, if you look at it logistically, if yeah. all your youth is on there, yeah. At some point, they're going to be your clients. Yes. So let's say they're 14 to 22 right well, now. I certainly yeah. don't want to market anyone under 19. No, I That's understand that. But issue. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah. But like, they're up and coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. if you have a plan for them in four years, then you can build towards that, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, especially I, I mean, I would have no qualms about the restaurant side. Like, so we do have yeah. we maintain two separate accounts for Brick House and for Upper Thames. Yeah. Brickhouse being a restaurant. Like, that's one thing we're actually very proud of. Like, we certainly don't market two kids, but we market to parents. Like, yeah, and we like, we like to yeah. have family friends. Yeah, like course. we really do. Like, and so it's, it's not typically like, say at the brewery, like it's not a bar atmosphere. We well, the brewery is pretty, it's pretty like, you know, you go there after work and have a drink. Or yes, sure. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, there's board games there. Um, yeah. We want kids to come in. Like some people will come in and be like, oh, do you allow kids? Like, no, I encourage, like, come yeah. on in. Like we want this to be a family atmosphere. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of, you know, sit around the table, play a board game or whatever. Um, there's lots of like non-alcoholic options. If you want to come in, and not have a beer at all, no problem. Have have some of our root beer that we make. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Have a, have a water a pop. Can't wait to try that. By the way, the root beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is good. That was one thing we did almost right out of the gate. We used, we put, we wanted it on tap just so that non-drinkers or 
kids or they whatever. Yeah, to, and we're, to, like I said, we're totally fine with that, right? So the, yeah. the root beer gets served in a beer glass, kind of fun. Yeah. You know, you can do that. And and honestly, craft root beer is so good. I I I'll be honest. When we opened the place, I I wasn't super familiar with it. We wanted to put it on tap. We had heard about it, so we got Nickel Brooks. It's called Nick and Brooks Root Beer. So we put theirs on. It was so good. We're like, we we've got to try and make re- our own. replicate yeah. this or make yeah. our own, right? <laughs> and man, I still I'll be honest. Theirs is real good. Like they're they're a gold medal winner for a reason. Like, yeah. But I'm I'm not gonna try and pretend ours is better. But it's just just it's different though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's it's up there with it. It's a craft root beer. All you know quality ingredients that sort of thing so it's neat to to put that out and make it a make it a family friendly friendly oh, thing cool um oh I was, we were just talking about how that just jogged my memory you guys were talking about the podcast and how you're not charging for it and stuff like that yeah, and you exactly. kind of, you kind of yeah. mm-hmm. yep. give your time and that sort of thing and typically without any expectation you probably get something back right you always do yeah that's it. Like, you so get whether, what you put back you, right? yeah. i mean that's, mm-hmm. that's life i mean yeah. if you give something over, and i truly do this for free like I, yeah. I get what I'm getting out of this right now. I'm happy already. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the rest is free. And but who knows? You may get like a, a, a referral for real estate. Well, exactly. And or not you, only that, like yeah. the way I look at it too is, you're gonna share my content. Yep. Yeah. Right. Because it's your content. Absolutely. Too. Yes. And your whole circle is gonna see who I am. Yes. Right. And yeah. if they like me or they yeah. don't like me, or if they like me, they're gonna research me. Yeah. Right. And then or if we're looking for media, right? Like yeah. Same, yeah. same idea. We're looking for yeah. media or yeah. that sort of. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to push my real estate on here either, and he doesn't yeah. want to push his media on here either. It's just we're just here to have a conversation. Awesome. And, and provide value to people. Yeah, we hope to provide value because as soon as you don't provide value, they're not going to listen. Agree. Yeah. Right. So that yeah, that's kind important. of our premise. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That was one thing that uh, just to build on when we when we talked to the guys at Refined Fool. Um, so they talked about the quality, making sure that's that's number one. Um, and the second thing that we we definitely bought into, like I'm re- I'm glad we took the time to go and meet these guys, and they were fantastic. That's why I have no problem mentioning these guys because if you're in Sarnia go check them out they yeah, make an amazing it. product it's refined fool brewing out of Sarnia and they, cool. they, they we'll, have, we'll, we'll maybe add a link in here yeah yeah absolutely yeah right? and, so. and they uh their business model actually it's been really close like they yeah. opened their original location <clears throat> then they opened a second location with a full restaurant it's almost not that we copied them but it just it's almost it just like a parallel. Way, it just right? yeah it's yeah. like wow okay it's a format works. it really is yeah. yeah yeah but that was the one thing they said was the, the quality product and the second thing was make sure you grow really deep local roots yeah. and get in your community forget about being the next they specifically said like bows okay yeah. who i also greatly admire great company out of ottawa um makes amazing product they've gotten huge but don't try and be them like let bows be bows yeah. and you guys be you guys and just focus on that's the, hard Sure it is, yeah. Because you, you always look at the competition, you're like, what, what are they doing? What, what are they doing? Copy? That's what and I want It's so to do. hard to be original. It is, yeah. It's very, very hard. It's yeah. so easy to fall into, the, into this thing of copying people. Yes. It's very, yeah. very hard to be original. Yeah. So just to kind of grow on building your roots, so that's what we did. We're like, okay, we want to be first, best, and, you know, stay here forever in Oxford. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that this, is, this is us, that we're going to be here 30 years from now. We're not going to grow to the point where... It's like, oh boy, we're a little shaky now. It's like, no, it was just slow, steady yep. gr- growth. And and we've literally had meetings like that where we turn and go, you know what, we can either make this step or if we just keep doing what we're doing right now, slow growth, we're going to be here in 30 years. We I really like that. So, I really like that follow. So yeah. well, what's, what's the ultimate step? Have your own kind of place? Uh, you know what, there's a, there's a bunch of little stuff like that. Like, we, like quite frankly we don't own either of the, the properties right so that'd be kind of nice that you're you're building that equity in your own yeah. building yeah. but and we've have had those discussions but you know may, maybe that happens um yeah. maybe not we'll, we'll have to see 
<laughs> I'm sure the that landlords. Takes time course, and money, yeah, right? I'm so, sure the landlords but, yeah. are quite happy to have us right oh, now because sure. it yeah, looks yeah. like we're yeah. going to be around for a while, which is yeah. kind of nice for them. And yep. I know for sure. I'm not going to say it was just us, but certainly that the plaza on lands down there. I think having us there, it did revitalize the plaza. It got a lot of yeah. traffic in there. Brings yeah. life. Brings but life. When we well, it's started, active there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, before it was just a little bit commercial. Now you're in there, and it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's sometimes hard to find yes. parking. Almost. There was only I, the vacancy. It must have been 75 percent vacancy yeah. when we got in. Well, you guys went in, then Filter went in. Yeah, I and like, I don't know if there's really many spots open. So it's yeah. it's it's. I think it's almost full. So good on it's, them. But that's the yeah. problem if we tried to buy. I'm sure yeah. the building's worth a whole lot more now too. Oh, that <laughs> so way, yeah. That part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but with the um, with the, with the local roots, that that was something that we bought into right away. And it's difficult sometimes because you're seeing people come in for a donation, or yeah. you're looking for an event sponsorship, uh, or a sports team, or a charity. It's tough sometimes. Yeah, eh? yeah. I but, get that a lot too. And I, I just, as much as I want to help people, it's hard. Yeah, it, it's all the time, right? It's yes. it's, it's uh, yeah. taxing. We honestly, we've we've had a policy, and we make no bones about it. And not that not that we're any better than anyone, but really, it's just we try and make it work no matter what. No one goes away without anything. Okay. As long as it's you know if it's if it's if it's just an individual, that's a little tougher. But if if it's a nonprofit, um, you know, uh, charity certainly that sort of okay. thing. Yeah. They really they get something. We make it work however we do it. So whether it's a free rental, which there's still a cost there for us. Yeah. But, but it, you know, we'll kind of look at it. Okay, it's still marketing. Or honestly, yeah. honestly, it's like we talked about though. You just go into it with no expectations, and a lot of times it just comes back. Like so, say we we go to um, the cancer society. They they they'd like to have a five hundred dollar donation. We're like, oh, it's just not in the budget. What can we do for you? Can we can we give you a free rental and you can sell tickets and have a charity thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with no expectations, and then maybe six months later, someone who was at that event comes back and says, "Hey, you guys rent your place out. We'd like to rent it." And it's like, yeah. "Wow, it just came back to us, and we never really asked for anything." So it, it honestly has worked out well that way. So it usually pays for itself. It does. Doesn't honestly, it? Yeah. donations usually pay. It's really hard to accept. Yeah. Once you start doing it, it just comes back. It does. <laughs> it does. It takes yeah. time. Yeah. But then you come back to giving without expectation. Yeah. Which is very important. It really is. If you yeah. right away expect something back in return, then it's not going to work out in the long run. No. You know. No. It's, no, uh, no, yeah, and it is. It's tough. It is tough to. It's a tough sell. It's tough to buy into. It's like, you know, especially well, because because there's no data on it. Yes, right, right. There's and no tracking. Right. Yeah, there's no. You can't yeah. track it. Yeah. If I give you a thousand bucks today without expectation, there's no tracking. No. And then, then I guess when you start saying like, when you start saying like that, then you're expecting something in return. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's, exactly. it's, more, it's a belief system. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a good expression the other day. They're like, you did, <laughs> and uh, not that I'm a saint because I look at the bottom line too, but it's like. <laughs> Don't give till it hurts. Give till it feels good. So you know what? Thousand bucks probably gonna hurt pretty good. But yeah, right. well, you know what I mean, right? I'm just, yeah. Two hundred fifty bucks to your local charity, and yep. and go ahead and promote it too. Like you yeah. know, get yeah. get something out of it. They don't care. They don't they don't mind that. Yeah. But give that, and yeah, you know what? That's probably gonna come back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It always it does always come back. Yeah. I, I do I do believe that in other forms. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just not measurable. Yeah, I, and that that's been one of the nice things with. Um, so it was 2018. Um, so we're, we're chamber members, right, up in Woodstock, okay. and that that we, we became members. And honestly, we were we were strapped for cash for a while. And I, I can't remember what the membership was, but we put in. We're like, okay, we want to be good corporate citizens here and go in with you know with everybody else and make sure that we're paying our fair share too. So we did that. But it was neat. We were recognized by the chamber last year for community involvement, which 
was, uh, especially being so new, it was a pretty neat award to get. Because, yep. And I think that has been part of it that we certainly didn't expect it and we weren't looking for this award, but that was part of it was that, and I think it just follows suit that when, whenever anyone has come asking, you know, so whether it's, like I said, we have had dealings with uh, Cancer Society, Terry Fox Foundation did their, their kickoff with us, which, which felt good personally. It's, one, it's my favorite charity, probably who I think is most important Canadian, Terry Fox, right? So it's neat to be involved yep. with them. Um, the the junior hockey team, so Norwich, we yep. was yep. sponsored. Uh, it's funny we didn't we didn't pick one favorite, right? So it was <laughs> it was the, this conversation. <laughs> I had a couple people just yeah. reach out to me like in the last couple of days. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm on the fence about it, but now talking about it, I'm actually just gonna, I'm probably gonna do something now. Yeah, it's so it's neat. It's like so conversations that help. Eh? It yeah. was it was Woodstock first approached us. Um, so the Navy vets, so they have our beer and we do like a sponsor night and stuff like that. And I think it was Norwich came, came to us next and we're like, yeah. And you know what we did actually was we, we did the sponsorship because they asked and we kind of looked at it and we're like, okay, you know, there's the cost benefit analysis was like, we're going to be about even. It's probably just a little bit of a headache, even just because we have to do this and they're going to sell our beer. Yep. Yes, but we got a sponsor and stuff like that. But it was a good thing to do. It's a nonprofit. You want to help the community, but we kind of turned it into, okay, you know what we're going to do? We weren't in the beer store here yet, so we're like, okay, we're gonna pay and get the beer launched down here too. Right. Yeah. So it's been a good, you know, uh, good so way to go. So you sell whole, you wholesale beer too for people? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like as far as uh, so like stores or something want to carry your beer or stuff like that. Like yeah. Just, if I wanted to carry this beer and sell it. Yes. Now that's the other thing. So like just with the the beer store and LCBO regulations. So yeah. like to sell it like retail. Yeah, they'd have to be licensed, obviously. Can't do it. Yeah. But if you're a licensed restaurant, you want to sell it, oh, then absolutely, okay. yes, Got you it. can do okay. that. Yeah. Um, so I think we're in about 50 licensees right now. And just to, to come up with them right off the top of my head, there's, there's a lot in Oxford County. Um, just about every bar and restaurant golf course has it yeah. in Woodstock anyways, which is nice. That's where we're based out of. So yeah. beer, beer stores carry it too, or? Yeah, now that's, it gets a little bit tricky how that works, the beer stores and LCBOs. Beer stores are... They're owned by basically the big, the big companies. Yep. And you can apply as a, as a brewer to get part ownership, but it's like you get one share out of like 10,000 shares. Or yeah, whatever. Right. It's not, okay. it's, it's their distribution system. Okay. Um, so because they have that monopoly, you're, we're guaranteed you can put 13 spots in. Um, so we kind of picked our stores and those are free. After that, you have to pay to have your beer okay. put, put in these yeah, things. It really is as simple as that. You pay and then you put it in, but it gets to be quite expensive. Okay. It's 250 bucks a skew to have one style listed. So you have to sell quite a bit just to make that back right. um, per store. So, yeah. um, and the LCBO is, it's, it's fine. Like there's, there's benefits and drawbacks to it. Like myself as a consumer, I like it. They have a lot of different selection. Yeah. Um, you know what you're going to get. It makes the government a lot of money, good jobs. Um, the, the drawbacks are, I, I'm not a big fan. I'll be quite honest. It's, it's difficult to get a listing in. If I can yeah. just give you an example. So our, our chocolate stout, it won silver at the Canadian Brewing Awards in 2018 and won bronze in 2019. Nice. We applied to have it listed in the LCBO, uh, was turned down. We asked, we said, what, what was the reasoning in having it turned down? The, the answer uh, wasn't, what our, um, wasn't what our marketing people were looking for. So, okay, but the, hmm. cons but the consumer, you know, they're saying yeah. metal, metal, 
Yeah. yeah. Why then? Why you know, can't you just go in the local ones, right? And that's what I mean. So if, if we could go to grocery <laughs> stores and variety stores and gas stations, stuff like that, yeah. and say, hey, they're, they are pushing for that right now. They are, yeah. yeah. And and I'll be honest, I, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, um, so am I. I know people have talked about that there's issues with breaking the contract with the beer store. Yes. I'm not sure why they signed such a long-term deal. I'm not kind of privy to those conversations. But, and I do feel for it, if, like people that work there. That yeah, sort of well, for sure. There's, there's always, there's going to be ups and downs of it, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm certainly I mean, cognizant of that. Yeah, but you have to understand, like, if, if, if those jobs go, yeah. there's going to be other jobs created. Yeah. Like, and who's going to deliver the beer? Who's going to sell yes. beer to all the variety yeah. stores? Like, yeah. it's six and one half dozen the other. Like, it's, it's a shift. Yeah. And it's not nice. Yes. I, I feel for those people. Yep. Yeah. But that's life, right? I mean, hard, we all, we've all been through those kind yeah. of things. Yeah. It's hard to speculate how many jobs would be lost. Because if, if they came through with that, it was, um, more of the third party, like like I say, grocery store, gas station. Yeah. Um, I would love to carry it. Actually, there you go. Exactly, love, like love small to. markets, right? Yeah. Like or or the Woodstock market, that sort of yeah. thing. Great. What a, what an awesome avenue to draw people to those locations, and a, and a nice revenue stream too. Yeah. But like those, the, the beer store and brewers retail, they're not going to shut all those down. I couldn't speculate how many. Like, yeah, they probably will. They'll probably have a few that would, would shut down the a low. A few will low suffer, but I mean, like, it's still a beer store. You, that's where you go to buy your beer. Absolutely. That's not going to change. No. And that's the no. big guys. That's their. It's like every every of, variety store carries pop. Doesn't mean the big grocery store doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the big guys where they can sell their beer out of. So if I want to say open a store downtown to sell our our beer, yep. you can't do it. It has to be brewed on. You have to have a brew on site, which we yeah. do, and then I can right. retail it at the front door. Okay. Other than that, if I want to retail it anywhere else, I can't do it. Yeah. It has to be through Brewers it's Retail, kind of which with, is owned by the big Same with wine guys. and stuff too. That's, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't want to completely knock the existing system. It's what we've got and it's worked pretty well so far. Yeah. It's just that, is there a better way maybe? You know. Right. Well, it, is there a better way to incorporate small people? That's a big right? thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what, what right now you're, you're pushed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no real way in. And I'm sure you've heard these these numbers, but when you talk about our business, okay, well, talk about the big guy first. Like, so when you go and buy one of the big brewers, number one, they're all foreign owned. Every yep. they're right. all yep. foreign owned. Okay, so our, ours is 100% locally owned. Then you get into so where do those dollars go? So when someone spends say three bucks on a can of beer, the statistic I've heard, and it's probably higher for us. This, this, well, the statistic I've heard is 75% returns to the local economy. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. That's great. Yep. So now mm-hmm. those dollars spin around. I know where they go because I, I spend those money, right. that, that money back in the local economy. Yeah. So it goes to, to 75%. It goes, exactly. It goes, it goes, to, goes to our to kids hockey. Oh, it goes to our staff. It goes yeah. to the charity donations. Yeah. It goes to our supply. Yeah. You know, so our Tavistock hops, it goes to the can, the small canning company that comes in. It goes to the contractors that come in, which frustrating as it is, hey, it's more lo- local do- dollars yes, than every, local. Everything, everything works. Electrician, right, so. plumber, yeah. um, all that stuff. Our yeah. landlord, you know, all that stuff stays right yeah. in this local economy. And the other way around. The merchandise, the all that stuff. It's right. And yeah, and the number I've heard, and it probably varies, but it's 10% stays in the local economy. So you buy a can of the big guy, 10% stays in Woodstock here. Yeah. That's that's criminal, right? Like, and yeah. most of the time it even goes out of the country. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's torn yeah. on, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what we're really happy about. And I think we see it a lot, like a lot of the people that are that we do business with, they're succeeding right along with us. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's something, just speaking of business, like people, <laughs> they say to us all the time, like, well, well, two things with that. They say, oh, you're so lucky you've got this 
this this business that's growing and thriving and it's like well yeah there's a lot of hard work that goes with it too yeah it's a lot, it's a lot of hard work i mean yeah, like but, you you try you you did your research yeah you put a lot of work into it and then yes yeah, yeah. people people like to minimize right and that, that's, <laughs> exactly yeah and it's, that's that's not right either yeah. I mean, there are people like, oh, you, you sell a lot of real estate because you're part of this church or like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sure. Yeah. But don't minimize what I do. Yeah. Right. Don't minimize exactly. the work There's I a lot in. of hard work that goes into it. <laughs> right? Yeah. What's, what's neat about, the, but about our business is um, you don't necessarily have to own uh, a craft brewery, like a manufactured beer, to be in the business, though. There is hundreds of different ways to get involved with this business. And I already talked about some of them right there. Like, so yeah. there's, there's a small canning company, it's called Sessions Canning. So yeah. they, they, they come in with a mobile canning unit, come right into our brewery. They can they can yeah. on site. And you can't do it for the same price, so you get them in. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I'm, not scared. I'm not afraid to say it's about 5,000 bucks for them to come in, can for us. Yeah. So that's what, when you think about the, the $3 a can, we're not making $3, you know. Oh, no, we, no we have our, there's a lot of expense, We have our margin, right? yeah. but there's, there's a lot of this stuff that goes yeah. on. So yeah. where, where it's over 100,000 bucks to buy this canning line, yeah. Um, sessions can come in, do it for us at, at that and, price. And quite, at no cost, like you don't have to staff it, you don't have to right. maintain it. That's right. You know, you yeah. don't have to any, have any headaches on it. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said for business that way too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've I've, yeah. I've built things myself, and at the end of the day, it's almost better just to hire the proper person for the proper trade. Yes. Because they get it done. Absolutely. They do it right. Yeah. And it's it's hard to accept because it costs more money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's yeah. done right. Yes. And like um, you said, it comes back into the economy in your local. Economy, that's right. Yeah. Right? So Sessions is you know local company, yeah. so they, that continues to rotate around. The company um, that comes for you eventually is going to spend their money on the beer. Sure. In the brewery. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, or their staff will. Or yeah. Yeah. But we've got like a local. We use uh, Woodstock uh, uh, Sportswear that does our our merchandise. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, that, so that's where Korea has that. So that you know another. So you can get into that business. Yeah. Um, there's there's kegs that we buy. You can do keg distribution or. Um, uh, import kegs and kind of set them up. There's so many different ways you could do. You could get into malt roasting, hop growing, um, hop. I got, I got a few friends uh, starting to grow hops and stuff like that. Is that too. right? So, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we got out of the apple business and a lot of the okay. equipment's the same. Yeah. So a lot of our equipment actually got sold to those kind of people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that right? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Actually, that I, is I, neat. I, yeah. I sold one sprayer to a guy from way down Leamington area and then another one went by Tilsonburg and then yeah yeah so it's it it kind of interesting yeah There's a lot of young guys trying to start it and it's it's not easy that's the thing no. so, and I don't want to say people growing hops they've got it easy no. either like they don't and my understanding is it's not an easy one to grow it needs a lot of water. no and they have com they have competition with the states and trades yes. and tariffs and yes like, there's a lot involved absolutely yeah. yeah um that is it's interesting though it's, it's certainly a, a, a growing in demand product though yeah. because even in talking to some of the other suppliers that we have for hops um I'll, t I'll just tell you one story they had there was a bigger brewer came in and, w and talked to our one supplier and said uh, we'll take everything everything you got and they're like well can't do that. we can't right. do that we have other commitments and we, they they wanted to um, be a little diversified in case yeah. that dried up. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if yeah, that course. guy quits or that guy screws you over, yes. yeah. then you got to start all over and again. And it's done, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah don't so, throw your eggs in one basket. So he's, I guess yeah, say, I yeah. think he's got four or five accounts. You know, we're one of them. Um, and we're happy to... He told us that story. He's like, oh, okay, thank you. Because yeah. it might have been difficult to, to yeah. replace him, especially on shorter notice or whatever, yeah. kind of counting on them him for this growing season. They must yeah. feel it a bit too, the bigger guys, right? There are a lot of microbreweries starting. Yes. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it affects their sales. Like it has to. Yeah. Oh, right? oh I would think so. Yeah. 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 And then especially I I I'm not exactly sure how this growing season is going to affect it. Like so you self coming from a farming background, I 
like it's been cool and rainy, right? Yeah, very, rain, it, very they, rainy spring. They were just talking about how some, some crops aren't even in the ground yet. Yeah, like uh, that's some crazy. areas. I think with Haldeman County, they don't have stuff in the ground. They, 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 they just really? they didn't get they didn't get oh, wow. yeah. all those yeah. very clay. So once if it's too wet, they just can't even go in the field. Hmm. But everything out our area, everything where I live is in. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. But then yeah. again, going comes out of hops. I think they grow them in hills. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they try to hill them a little bit to keep the moisture out of it. Yes, it is. Uh, see, when you can control I've moisture, been to hops, so that's yeah, so super. It depends yeah. on who it is, but like the, the, yeah. The premise is when you can mound something, okay, it'll be you can control that mound better, okay, right, yeah. as opposed to being in the ground. If it rains, it's wet; it's always soaked. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So you're better off adding water. Yep. So I mean, with it being that wet, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Tavistock, I, I it, it's quite clear that they use a lot of water because they've got irrigation to every yeah. line. Oh yeah, they'll use and it's on like water. tap. Like I, I've yeah. just seen it where it's like okay, you know, it looks like every day they're hitting it with water. So yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious how that's going to affect their yield with the um, the cool spring and then the yeah. Um, but the corn, obviously, knee knee high by July. It is definitely behind from last year, yeah. but it's catching up. Yeah, it's yeah, catching up fast. I mean, this week was really warm, right? So the other thing that our brewers deal with is that conditions like that can affect the, the flavor and oh, for sure, the yeah. quality of yeah. the hops too. So they, yeah. they have to account for that. So whether it's more or whether it's just yeah. It's going well, it's to like, taste it's, slightly it's, different. The, or... I grew apples, the same thing. If you don't get enough sunshine, you don't get enough sugar. Okay, yeah. So the apples are not as sweet. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind that's of interesting. So it is, too. it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm sure you guys have got this. I'm not an expert at anything in the brewing field, but I know, you know, this <laughs> oh, much yeah, in yeah, almost you're, everything, you're right? The market. I'm a little like that too. Yeah. I'm by no means an expert in hops or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Or hops yeah. growing. Yeah. I just yeah. talked to a few farmers and they told me a few things. So I love, uh, I'll give a tour, say, and, and go through, you know, the brew yeah. house and brewing and stuff like that. And I can answer pretty much any question they throw at me because I, 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 and I'm not, like I say, I don't want to pretend I'm an expert or anything like that. But like, so our brewmaster, he's an expert. He knows yeah. what he's talking about. He can yeah. answer anything. He troubleshoots. Like me troubleshooting, we'll talk about things sometimes, but usually I think he's just bouncing off me talking out loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like yeah, well, that makes sense. But um, it's it's just interesting because I'll I'll talk to people who come in and they're coming from like zero experience. They like craft beer. Yeah. They might know what hops are and what malt is and, and maybe know what kind of the four major steps of brewing are. But I, I I've seen it every day for three years and do talk to the brewers quite a bit. Um, You'd be surprised how much you know. Maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I've noticed that like it's something I go out of a field. And yeah. They, and then you start talking to people, you know, and then you start talking about it, and you surprise yourself. Like I, I guess I do know quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think it really it, is it, that over time you've been doing it yeah. for four or five years. You do you do pick it up. Right? Yeah. I think I think so. Yeah. It comes back to too like you hired a brewmaster. Yes. That's his job. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be the brewmaster and the social media expert and the till and you can't do yeah. that. Yeah, everyone has to have their 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 point in their it's, business. It's right? interesting what I got, what I get pigeonholed into, which <laughs> are, are probably my strengths, and I, I like them and yeah. I enjoy them. So I do a lot of this this sort of thing, yeah. which I enjoy, and it's good, yeah. and it and it obviously helps the business too, for sure. But I do things like um, I do the excise taxes and the provincial taxes. So okay. how that got, I, I'm not going to say I'm even <laughs> the best at it. Like Mo are. Mo is our bookkeeper, like so he yeah. does like the accounting, payroll, that sort of thing. I am not suited to that. I I know what my strengths yeah, are. I'm not, Mo's actually I'm a good spokesperson too. He could he could do this stuff no problem. He's a very yeah. good spokesperson. Um, oh, I get <laughs> I got pigeonholed into the the tech guy, which I'm not a tech guy either. But I'm I guess <laughs> the, the most one of the better the group, ones. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hilarious. Like something goes wrong with the, our point of sale, they call me and I'm like, okay, I'll do my best. Here right. we go. Did you turn and, it on and turn it off again? Hey, that worked. <laughs> that just worked last week. I swear yeah. to God, our debit wasn't working. 
That does work on the debit. Reset the debit, yeah. reset the router, on it comes. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Let's pull the SIM out for five minutes, yes. put it back in. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, my next call was going to be to debit, but yeah, it, it literally did work. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, well, I guess that does work. There you go. Yeah. So how do you feel social media helped you? So that that was huge for sure. And to, like kind of two prongs to that. The one was that the reach that we got, it was, it was really big. I think people were just excited for the business. And, and the second thing was that the cost was like, it was nothing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You can spend on it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the things like the setups and the giveaways and things like that, that there's a cost to that. But yeah, the, the, the reach that we got and then it being free, it was nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing with social media that I've, I've learned is that taking advantage of that in, in my opinion, we have a pretty exciting product that people yeah. like yeah. to start with. So sure. where I had the coffee business and, you know, you'd get, a, you'd post something and you get a it's few likes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Or can you just imagine like, so I, I, here's what I compare it a lot to is like a grass cutting business. If you've got that and that does it for you and it's putting food on your table. Awesome. Might be a little tough for your social media though. To Passion mm-hmm. goes through though. I think so. Yeah, it honestly, does. If if you're like passionate about grass cutting and you make sure those lines are perfect, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you take a picture and you're proud of it every time, yeah. like that that comes through. Yeah, people see that. They're like that guy loves his grass. Cutting. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I, I, and, I do. And, and yeah. I find a lot of people they they shift their social media to someone else. Yeah, and you can tell. Right. Right. right? And as soon yeah. as you you try to control it yourself, yeah, the passion comes through. Yeah, and that's what it is. You have four or five guys that did it. You really guys are all passionate about yes. it, and it obviously shone through because everybody heard about it and everybody talked about it. It really did. I th- I think that people responded like over the top what I what I thought they would. Like as far as the Facebook likes, like on your page, like, yeah, that's fine. It doesn't do like just to say that it doesn't do anything. You have to use that too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we definitely thought that, that was it was amazing how how the likes climbed and. Yeah. What I like more is when we create a post that, you know, you're kind of, we're proud of this. We've launched a new beer or we've got a new can there. Yeah. Um, when you, when you see the likes on that and then the commenting and stuff like that and, oh, wow, people are sharing and it's like, oh, that's awesome. People actually, they, they really, yeah, they're voluntarily <laughs> sharing yes. your stuff. They're marketing yeah. you voluntarily. Yeah. That's what's amazing. Yeah. Yep. It's a store you create, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I'll be honest. Like, and we we just talked about it before with our new menu. I kind of I po- I popped that out. Yeah, which was maybe a little quick. Should have been a little more thought That's out. Good. But it's just trying to find <laughs> the time to do it properly and that sort of thing. So you're just getting pulled in a, a million different ways, and, and it's extremely important. But yeah. so what are what are the biggest features on your menu if someone wants to come to Brew House? What do you what do you, what would you suggest them to buy? Oh, the, honestly, the the menu we're really proud of it. So Adam and Hillary have done an amazing job. They set up the menu. It's something that we were nervous about getting involved in because it was none of our area of experience. Yeah. yeah. We myself. <laughs> I would suggest that I was the biggest foodie out of anyone, yep. but even myself, I still knew my drawbacks that I'm like, I don't know the first Well, you're only one taste bud, or however many taste buds you have. Uh, you're, only, yeah. you're only one opinion, right? And that's, it, yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah. So now the, the benefit that we did have, and it was, it really was kind of a, just a, a lucky coincidence was that we hired Erica Hughes. She's our general manager now. So she runs both locations, it, like the whole, sh- the whole yeah. shot. But when we hired her, there was a few different people that were up for general manager. There was one that was a quality control at a different brewery. And, and Erica, I guess, that really came down to the two of them. Erica had some, had not some, had quite extensive restaurant experience. Okay. And the reason it wasn't because of her restaurant experience, it was because of her um, personnel experience and that sort of thing and running the front end. 
yeah. instead of the back end, That's a big job. which we didn't yeah. necessarily need. We looked at the person that was in QC for the, the other brewery and we're like, well, we're, we're doing quite well there. We have people that are already experts. We really needed the help in the front of the house. Yeah. So we hired Erica. And then when we, this opportunity came to open up Brick House, which is right by the Sally Creek Golf Course, we already had Erica in place. So we met with her and said, how do you feel about this? And she gave, it was kind of funny to go to one of your staff, but she's a, she's a key cog. Yep. She's a key part of our whole business and, and, and very valuable. We tell her that every day. We could have done it without her, but with Erica, so we just asked her, you know, is this doable? And she's like, yeah, like pretty much without hesitation. She's like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. You know, we can, and we talked about maybe having just a really, really limited menu. And she goes, no, no, we should be able to do like a 12 to 15 item menu, like sort of limited. Yeah, but right. even like, but I, like said, I like a more twelve. I like a twelve to twenty, like no more than twenty kind of thing. Yeah, I, I find it gets too too complicated after that. Yeah, so there's no serious like proteins, and that's what we were told to kind of stay away from, like so a big steak or yeah. uh, like a full chicken dinner type thing. You're not going to see a whole lot of that, and that was just to keep the menu fairly simple yeah. and uh, kind of pair it up with the beers that we had. So yeah, like, what important. are the hours there? Sorry, what are your hours? There? Uh, it's typically about eleven to eleven seven days a week. Is okay. what it goes. Sometimes, so that's what I'm saying is like at night, then you have like a lot of like hand food, finger foods kind of thing. Yeah, like it typically kind of stays or? full menu. At times, if it's kind of empty in there, they'll shut down and go to a limited menu as they as they kind of yeah. roll the kitchen back. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything's pretty much available 11 to 11. Cool, I'm gonna come check it out. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. How often so, do you change the menu? Uh, so we the brick house ju- it just opened in December. Okay, and it was a very limited appetizer menu just because we wanted to push to open. Yeah. Honestly, like we yeah. were, it was the same thing. So we signed to open that one. That one was quicker actually than, than Upper Thames on Lansdowne. Well, you knew what you were doing though. We kind of <laughs> yeah. did. That was the thing. So the licensing, everything came a little faster. Yeah. It was almost a race. Mo was more looking after the, the build out and I looked after the, the book work and it was kind of a race to see who would be ready first because <laughs> we were both pushing and it almost happened simultaneously. It was, awesome. it was like late November. We had the licensing and then we we're like, okay, we don't, we don't want to miss the Christmas season. So the beer was set to go, bar was set to go, the kitchen was not where we wanted it. So we're like, okay, we don't want to push out anything that we wouldn't. You wouldn't be quality. Yeah, right. Be proud of and have quality. So we just opened it. Was limited menu. I think we had four or five apps. Was all. Yeah. And then January came kind of the twelve to fifteen item menu, and there was, and then we added specials like in March, sort of adding like a weekend special. Yeah. And then this menu that just came out, so you know, early July here. Um, and I expect it'll be kind of seasonal because that's, that's one thing that's been great. And I full credit, like I said, to Adam and Hillary and then Erica, the general manager, she's between those three, they, we, we gave up maybe a little guidance to say, we just want a limited menu, like 12 to 15 items. Is that going to work? Erica's yeah. like, yeah, that's a, that's great. That's what I had planned originally. So that's what we're going to do. Then she put, she and the chefs put their spin on it though. So instead of just having frozen pub food, which I'll be quite frank. Yeah, our restaurant has some some frozen stuff, but there is a ton of fresh Almost every stuff. restaurant does. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah, it is. It's it's just a ma- it's it's very, very difficult to have a hundred percent fresh. And, um, and and the smaller the menu is, the more you can shrink it down. Yes. The easier it becomes yeah. to and we and we food. do. I mean I I've I've worked in this part of the kitchen, like the dishes and and clearing tables, that sort of thing. Yeah. I have yet to step foot in the back end. I really want to get back there and uh, and kind of just learn. experience and learn yeah. that part of it. I yeah. should never worked in a restaurant. I've always thought right? about doing it just, yeah. just to get that experience. Yeah. yeah. So I, 
I like it when I'm, <laughs> I went, I was just there like, well, if I'm there, I'll, I'll pick up tables like we talked about. I'm not above doing anything, but I actually, it was a couple weeks ago, worked a shift running, yeah. which I don't want to say it's the lowest end, but my daughter does it, right? <laughs> She's 16 years old. So you don't have to have huge qualifications. Yeah, running food. But it's all that's good for customer relation. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And it was neat. So when I did it, I covered a shift for her, right? So yeah. I'm in there running tables cool. and stuff like that. And yeah. the staff's giving me a hard time, right? Which, which was kind of fun. It yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but they were they were actually kind of happy because I could pour beers too. So, yeah, that's <laughs> right. So they, so it's like eighteen that. to serve, yeah, right? Yeah. Nineteen Exa to drink. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but with with the menu, like we use a lot of the a lot of fresh stuff, and then we do something that no one else. Well, it's it's difficult for other people to do, and that's that we use our own beers too. In almost all almost all the sauces. Okay. Like a soup. Oh, so you make like your own, own beers, like you make your own uh, barbecue sauce. You got it. Beer. Yeah. Nice. Barbecue sauce or cheese sauce. So you sell that, that too. Awesome. We don't. We talked about it. Okay. So there you go like with that. other entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah. I talked about it with Adam, our like chef, that. and he was all over it. But it's just a matter of finding the time. And I was in it, right? Right. I was right. in Quebec City. I cannot. I can't think of the the name of the brewery. But they did that actually. They made Is their own right? barbecue. They made all their own barbecue sauces. Perfect. And too. Yeah. I just can't think of it right now. It's on top of my tongue. But I was, <laughs> I was there about a month ago, and I was in one of those uh, microbreweries. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a matter of finding the time and executing it right. Because yeah. it, of course it's food, so it's not just yeah. like make it throw in a jar it's like we got to package it yeah it has a shelf life and, safe and yeah. yeah that sort of thing so yeah so to go back to that thought of um social media and creating the menu kind of combining that together um i don't have any experience myself in the restaurant business does the customer feedback make any difference in how you build a menu or what is kind of the process involved in putting different types of food together the I can tell one thing for sure, and here's the thing, so I, I sit in on the kitchen meetings, but I'm, I'm almost an observer. Right. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? We yeah. kind of let them play, and yeah. they're so good, we, we almost don't want to interfere too much. Makes sense. It's almost the same with the brewers. They, they really almost have carte blanche as far as their one-offs and that sort of thing, because they're so good. Why would yeah. I tinker with it? Like, well, yeah. exactly. If it works, yes. you're just there to observe yeah. and, yeah. and maintain. So there's certain boundaries that we have, and to go outside of those for whether it's kitchen or brewing, then yeah, me or Mo will step in or have our say but typically they, they've been they've been knocking it out so it's kind of carte blanche as far as the uh the customer feedback the one that they might not even notice or see is that we've had these specials well if, uh, there, there's a couple of specials that they went over like crazy so we're like that needs to go on the regular menu right yeah so the one would be i think it was a pesto chicken sandwich went over really well i actually i missed it i didn't get a chance to try it but it it made it onto the menu um as far as that, that would probably be the one big thing. Here to stay because you like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I can. Yeah. I can tell you the one thing that, and I'll give my wife props for this one. So she's on that um, keto. Keto diet, yeah. Lifestyle. She likes. Oh the yeah, keto. lifestyle. Which, that's fine. I, mean, I, 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 I might right. need a little more of that. And it's, <laughs> it's working for her, so good, good on her. Like I, I don't know if I could do it because beer is not part of. No, beer is not part of keto. You can no, have a few like no. of the really um, light beers. What's, and, I'm trying to think what the keto thing is. It's like non-calorie, uh, non. Any, yeah. a lot of carbs. carbs. Yeah, no carbs. Sort of thing. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. A lot of yeah. carbs. My is wife went on there for a while. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So she's been over a year. But the one kind of nice treat you can have is, is wings. But we, right. ha we had, when we opened, they were all breaded wings. So she, she asked, she goes, well, can you guys get non-breaded wings? So I asked the kitchen. They were kind of like, ah, I don't know if we want to keep both. So I said, well, don't do it for her. Do it if it makes business sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They kind of talked it out. They were like, yeah, yeah, we can do both. So they added them 
before the new menu came out and they're like wildly popular. So clearly people, I, it's at least 50, 50. Yeah. So clearly people wanted them. I would choose them. So that's, yeah. that's on the new menu. But so yeah, that's, you don't know these things unless you try. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and as far as like, I, I hate to call it a fad because it is, it's, it's, you can make some good choices with keto, that, that keto thing too. I yeah. think there's some very healthy choices, but the one thing is, so like, uh, we've, we've got a keto bun. Yeah. I think it's mostly, I don't know what, I, I don't want to get pinned down to this, but I know it's, it's, it's a good portion of egg is in it. Yep. And then like almond flour they'll use. I don't necessarily know if that's what is in it, but, um, it's, it's definitely, it's very, very low carb basically yeah. what you're trying to avoid yeah and the feedback we've had on that is that it's very similar to that's um, cool the one thing i think i think we had it from the very beginning and i'll give props to it was either the chefs or erica did it was the beyond meat burger okay yeah so and the, for this the vegans was, yeah this, yes yeah, yeah. yeah so this was, that's a big thing yeah, now too i just so. had it on the weekend finally because obviously i can't have everything right. Right on yeah, the, yeah, at yeah. our place, but I, every time I eat something, I'll try and get something different, even if I got a favorite, just so I can talk about it or, or yeah, let, exactly. let people yeah, try sure. it. Mm-hmm. And I've had some, mostly it's it's hits, like it's ninety five percent are like, wow, that's fantastic. A couple things like oh, I might have done that different or whatever, but they're they're doing just such an amazing job. But the Beyond Meat Burger, it was kind of neat. So it's like a, a soy and vegetable oil based yeah. type of thing. And I was skeptical. To, maybe that's why I waited yeah, so long I'm to try it. Yeah, I was skeptical of those kind of burgers. Have you guys know. ever tried it? I would not try it. No. It's no. so good. It's a good I love it's meat. So good. I love meat. I, I couldn't I know, believe I it. Try it actually. I couldn't believe it. So I, I ordered it. Well, the one thing is, I guess it's it's a company, right? It's called Beyond. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Beyond Meat. Is it okay. not? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's a fairly... That rings a bell. One thing. I've seen advertising for Beyond Meat. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. now? Okay, yes. there you go, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of companies that are jumping yeah. on, cause, and yeah. I think it's because they make such a good product. Yeah. So I tried it, and, and I tried to be very skeptical of it, and I'm telling you, the texture was 100% bang on. The, the, uh, the color, bang on. It looks, yeah. it smells, everything. The flavor, I, I said I, it was like a 95%. I'm like, maybe I could tell like it's not so what you need someone to do to you yeah. is, is put a beyond me burger on a regular burger and not tell you oh yeah well but then, here's the yeah, thing see if you find right. out. here's right. the thing i that's... knew so that's even my i was yeah. having i was yeah. having lunch with my wife yeah. and she's going you're just saying that because you know right i'm going maybe that might be it maybe because yeah. i'm trying to be skeptical right really yeah. trying to give it a good grilling yeah but we've had the funny thing is we've had vegetarians that come in and order it and they send it back because they're like oh no you sent me a, a beef patty <laughs> and we're like, and the, the, the chef's like, no, you got, that's, that's, that's your yeah. meat burger. That's it. They're like, wow, that like, yeah, that's I, I never would have believed that that's a vegetarian burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's very tasty. It's good. That's yeah. fantastic. So there's a few things that are kind of customer driven, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah um, how's your own involvement in, in the business in times of time management? Like you've built multiple businesses. Yep. Um, also to give a little bit of value to maybe some young kids that want to start their own business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that question. Yeah. Um, how, how do you plan your week? What, what, what is kind of the structure? That you, because you have one business on the go now? Yes. One, yeah. You're full-time involved in it? Well, so I'm a, I'm, I have a career outside of the business. But Five honestly, I, yeah. I don't have any days off anymore, which right. it's fine. It's very rewarding, but I don't have, sorry, but I don't have a lot of sympathy when people don't say they have the time. Yeah. It's like, I, I, you, know, exactly. you have as much time as you want, as long as you make it's, it. Yeah, like, people are like, I don't have yeah. time to work out. No, you choose not to. It's, it's all yeah, about that's what it is. It's about balancing, and I'll be honest, yeah. I, like, I, if something has sacrificed, I guarantee my friends would say, 
you've sacrificed our friendship. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it's it's very tough. But that's, that's, but that's, you have that's to, entrepreneurial. Yeah. You have to sacrifice something. Yeah. Right. Because I know my family life, like they've made sacrifices too to not see me as much. Like right now, they'll be they'll be home. My wife had a day off. My my daughter's on holidays. So I worked all day, then came down here. Very happy to do it. But tonight, I'm not going out to see my friends. It'll be with my family all right. night. But so your daughter works in your business. She does. So you see her there. Yes. And it's, it's, not, it's not, I mean, it's not ideal, yes. but and still, you're still spending time. You're still it, bonding. But it's been neat to, to be able to afford her that opportunity. Right? right, exactly. So she had she had to apply and had to interview yeah. and everything like that. But I knew she had a pretty good chance to get it. So <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was Erica. She had that, some pull with the yes, boss. Yes, <laughs> Erica did. And, and the thing is, as far as I'm concerned, anytime that we... And I would say for any business, your family should be pretty reliable. Like they're, they should yeah. be reliable, trustworthy. Yeah. Um, and even where she was sick, where I had to cover that shift two weeks ago, she's sick, so I covered it for her. So yeah. who better yeah. to have? Mo knows that. Well, if she doesn't show up, yeah, at least I know Carl's going to come in and that's all going to be covered. So typically families worked out well. But you were asking about like a couple things about like, so time management, I'm pr- I, I don't have... I'm probably not the best one to ask about time management. I'll be honest. It's probably one of my weaknesses. And I I guarantee my wife would say that, Um, you know, I, I use uh, Wonderlist. You guys heard of that one? Wonderlist. It's an app. So I use that probably not as effective as it should be. Use Google calendar, try and get that stuff kind of logged in on Wonderlist. I've got kind of like immediate important, you know, that sort of thing to try and work through, but typically it just ends up in a box. And, uh, but honestly, I I should have better time management. We've got another beer that is get, is getting sampled at the LCBO for whether it'll get listed. And thank God, um, the brewer Drake, I was just in talking with him and I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I got to get that thing in there. You know? So it kind of just slipped or whatever. And he's like, no, I actually, I did that and I started it and I'm like, Oh, thank you. So it's it's a style of entrepreneur though. Yeah. Some people are just not like I, I'm. I'm probably more similar to you. Yeah, I have a tough time writing everything down. I'll just I I, I make lists. Thing. Yeah, and I try to go buy them, but then yeah. I just I kind of end up just getting getting to go and work. Yeah, like, I know right. shit, yeah. stuff's got to get done. Yes. so I just go. Yeah. But I think and then one, the busier I get, the more I write down. I find. Yeah, and then yeah. you get really busy. Like yeah, you have nothing, no choice but to write a schedule. But then as soon as I yeah. slow down, I slack off again. I I don't know how to change that habit, yeah. but I do have that that issue. I think one really important thought and a key takeaway for myself and I think for a lot of people who start their own businesses, enjoy the process, not the reward of it. Yes. And I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. Um, you were right away in the beginning of the conversation pretty uh, on top of that. Could you, could you maybe get a little bit more into that? Yeah. I, what that means for you personally? I can't tell you the, the, the sense of satisfaction and accomplishment that has come from this business. Really, really any of the businesses, but certainly seeing this one succeed and being able to apply a lot of the, the lessons that, that I've learned and seeing my partners apply those as well. Yeah. Um, it, cause it, it didn't happen by accident. It was a lot of lessons that we had to apply and hard work and, and, and a certain amount of risk as well. Right. Yeah. Like a, a, quite a bit of risk actually, and continue to put that risk out there. Um, we're, we're seeing some of the, you know, rewards of that, but yeah, I'll tell you, it, it's, it's really amazing. And Mo and myself, especially, I, I just say he and I have sat down and had a beer. And I remember like last year's anniversary, we we're sitting there and, you know, the, the brewery over here was just packed and, you know, he kind of just turned to me and, you know, raised his glass up and goes, we built this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like right, there was nothing here. And, and this, we, we did this, yeah. you know, yeah. nice there. job it's and point yeah, classes. And awesome. It's, it's, it's super rewarding and super satisfying. And I can tell you that, um, like, as far as my family goes, they're super proud of it. They they love that sense of 
oh wow, your your dad owns uh, Upper Thames, and my wife to say, oh, you know, you guys going out to Brickhouse, so that's your place, right? Like that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I'll be honest, Upper Thames on. I'm like, yes, to come yeah. on, that's cool. Yeah. It's like you know, it's, yeah. I can tell you, there's there's a little bit of drawback to it, and it's it's fine. It's it's kind of a, a neat experience actually. But yeah. but even my wife will say it. Like when we if we go out for supper, like and. I'm happy that people know me and they come, their friends and they come support yeah. my business. It's, it's, it's very satisfying that way, but it's funny how we'll have supper and there'll be a dozen people will come by and yeah. want to chat and right. I'm happy to, yeah. I, I never say, Oh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm eating supper. And my wife gets that too. She just, but, but okay, that, that I, comes with it, right? Yeah. That's part of it. Right? Yeah. But yeah. you enjoy that too. Yeah. So. But it's so nice to, to like, what do I want? Not people to go there. Or not people, exactly. not people to come over and talk yeah. to me because I'm glad. Like yeah, these yeah. are my friends. Yeah. A lot of my like, some some are customers of, who I've gotten to know who I'm friends with now. But these are all my friends that are coming in, and it's it's really neat. Or yeah. if um, say just someone from out of town that that's not um, that uh, I, I don't know, they pop in, and one of the staff goes, "Oh, that's Carl. He's sitting there having having a bite to eat. You know, he's one of the owners. He'll come by and, and say hello, and I'm happy to." Yeah. You know, drop everything, and that's all part of owning the business too. It's 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 neat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you might have to think about this one for a little bit. But if you could give one piece of advice for anyone in their early twenties to start a business, what would it be? I, I know, and I know you mentioned that. And he, here's the one big thing I would say, and I, I wouldn't want to discourage people from going to school, right? Like that's that's huge, and you have that for the rest of your life. But I've heard people talk talk about it. I don't. I don't. I've got one year of, of college, and it was yeah. more in line with my career. But as far as business, I learned more from going out and doing and failing than I 100%, ever did. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Same yeah, way. For, than I certainly ever did from school. Than I did from having a conversation and, or reading a book. It was going out, doing it, and, yeah. fa- and failing. That was where I, I, I learned the most. So that's what I would say. I mean, you don't want to go out and fail to the point where it's like, okay, I'm a million bucks in, in, <laughs> right, in the right. hole now. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Go it's out. micro failures. Yeah. But it's funny, yeah. I've seen, seen a little thing today too, is a little, you know, you always see these little things. They'll give you 200,000 for a school loan, no problem. They won't give you 20,000 yes. for a business loan. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, it's crazy. Yes, I couldn't I couldn't agree more, yeah. Because yeah. the $200,000 is gone too. Yes. I mean, you have, yeah. yes, you have an education and I, there's no minimizing that. Yes. But if it's not in a field you want to do, I think it's a big waste of money. Yeah, I could spend two hundred thousand dollars travel the world and probably probably learn just as much. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I like that. I couldn't agree more. And and even to to go into into a little bit of that, we tried to get like government financing for when we first started. And uh, I got to be honest, I'm I'm not super happy how how that goes. We never did. We didn't get any government financing. It's because it's, no, it's, it's it's mountains of paperwork. Yes, the pa- the paperwork yeah. was ridiculous. Oh, we and, did, we and we've a, we've tried to apply for grants on the farm too. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, we just, went. We, just it, ridiculous. It, it was a yeah. it was a pack of paperwork like this, and then the very last part of it was when we were just about ready to sign. They're like, "Oh, and by the way, there's a two and a half percent fee on all this this loan upfront." Wow. And we're like, "Well, why would we do that then? Why would it's we upfront? get upfront?" Yes, and it, it gets rolled into the loan. But oh yeah, but still, but yeah. that's our money yeah. that we got to pay back, and that's what we asked. So why? Why would we ever do this? Why wouldn't we just get traditional financing then? It's like, well, but you can't. It's like, well, we're lucky enough we can. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, we we just wanted to go this route just for, because it was for an avenue. The, for, for the pay, to use money for free to pay back in sure, order to grow. Yeah. As, grow so as, as soon as they yeah. as soon as they added that, we just went, okay, well, yeah, sorry that, that we all, we all went to all this work, but I guess this isn't for yeah, us. Yeah, because there's so, contingencies yeah. with it, and it's upfront, so they want it back. 
Yeah. So when you pay off, so if you pay get a hundred thousand, then yeah. they take twenty five hundred off right up front. Yes. So you're actually only getting yeah like ninety eight thousand yeah. or ninety seven thousand yeah. five. Um, yeah. Well, why would you do that? It's, just, yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I can go to the bank. I can, you can get more. You can probably get money at like four percent. Yeah. Private yeah. money at six to eight. I know it's more. Yeah. But you pretty much walk in, you get it. Yeah. I can, I can tell you some of the some of the business organizations that we've benefited from because there is some great ones. Like the, yep. it's the Canon is it Community Employment Center. Okay. They've got some great programs and we've we've definitely benefited from them. So like full props to those guys. The, the like the Woodstock Small Business Center. Yeah, she's great. I, I met her a while back. Yeah. She's uh, there's, a, there's a new lady it's, there. I don't know if there's a new lady. She's been there for a while, but yeah, a couple of months ago. Yeah, and yeah. they're bringing they're bringing a speaker yeah. in too. Actually. Oh, are they? Is that uh, right? Yeah. A little cool. bit of a renowned speaker. I've seen that somewhere on social. I, I got to look it up again. Yeah. But yeah. So they've been a good resource. Yeah. Um, some of the like trade organizations, so we're members with the Ontario Crappers. They've they've been they've been good. Uh, but that's our own organization. It's not government. Although yeah. you know, um, the Chamber of Commerce, Woodstock Chamber of Commerce, you know, good great resource for us to draw on. So there's definitely some good ones out there. But like you just said, like as far as the, uh, you know, as far as loans and grants. It's it's lacking for yeah. sure. It's lacking. And I know there's people out there that do it for you, but then they take a, they take a percentage off again <laughs> they, too. Well, they so take a good take, chunk. The government's going to yeah. take two two yeah. and a half percent. They take twenty. Yes. Yeah. Right for free mm-hmm. money, yeah. and I mean sure, but they do all the paperwork, and I'm sure they they're getting paid for what they do. Yeah. But that's a little ridiculous. What's the point of what's the point of it then? Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Because there yeah. is so much money out there that for grants and nobody touches because just it's just too much paperwork. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a matter of time as well. Um, yeah. Because the whole internet that's happening now too, everything is getting democratized in that sense. It's first of all money in general, but also education. Yeah, right. right. Where you just said college, um, if you want to start a business, you just got to fail. And not, not specifically need to fail. Yeah. You got to jump in, try. If it doesn't work, you try something else and build and build and build. Um, fail forward. Let's go. Yeah. On. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard. I've read like some some entrepreneurs. They're, they're like, go out there and. Just, Fail spectacularly, like right. lose it all, and it's yeah. like I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of that. No, but there are some that say that, like lose it all, start from nothing. They yeah. now, now you know where you start. And exactly. Like, yeah. As I, much as I, I know where they're coming from, I, I'm not like that. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. No, I don't think yeah. it's necessary. No. I'm more like you know what, and definitely the, the, the here's another part to that is that you know what if you're like definitely just do it right. So yeah. if you have an idea you want to. Uh, open a multimedia company, something like that. Okay, don't wait till it's perfect. Just have to have something figured out, and yeah. and yeah, don't wait for like we we said. No. That. For example, this. Yeah, we yeah. talked about and talked about them. Like we're, we're we're trying to make something perfect that you just can't. No, yeah. go for you it. You just gotta start. I can I can even see the difference. So when you guys started with that mic stand and then moving yeah. to this format, you're you're growing and yeah. figuring it out, and you know it's I think it's working. And that's out what you have to do anyway. Like it's yeah. not, you're not gonna be a superstar from day one. No, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Way. No, learn right? along the way. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you or your companies? Yeah, so uh, let's see. So the, there's Upper Thames Brewing Company. It's at 225 Bison Park in Woodstock, Unit 9. It's kind of the main center of the plaza. Uh, Brickhouse Brew Pub, which is our restaurant, and it brews on site. You can retail. You can also get retail cans to go out of both locations. Uh, so it's at 190 Fairway Road in Woodstock, up in the northwest end. Uh, oh, boy, you're challenging me. <laughs> Instagram is, I think it's Upper Thames Brewing. Okay. And Brickhouse we'll Brew Pub. The video yeah, yeah I, I, to, to think of it right off, I should I should be able to rattle it off, but it's it's some sort of uh, mixture of both of those. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is well maintained. Facebook, 
Twitter is kind of a cut and paste. You'll see yeah. you'll see posts yeah. from there. But definitely those those three platforms okay. were cool. were really big on. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Great yeah, to see yeah, you guys. Our pleasure. Yeah. Had a good time. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to episode number seven of the Canadian pod, Canadian Hustlers podcast, and we'll be back next week.